0: It's Sunday, August 6th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Canada plans to impose a digital services tax at the start of 2024, a move that bucks a global consensus on restructuring international taxation, and has drawn criticism from U.S. officials. Senior members of the Biden administration are attempting to persuade Canada to drop its digital tax plan. Leaders in the U.S. and Canadian business communities say Ottawa's move will harm commerce and throw the future of the North American trade deal into doubt. Canada's 3% tax on technology companies' revenue from providing digital services to Canadian users or sales of Canadian user data would start January 1, 2024, and would be retroactive to revenue dating to 2022. Canada's finance minister, Christia Freeland, said last month that the tax is important for Canada's national interest. Companies in the information technology field can currently operate worldwide while concentrating their profits in their home countries or in small, low-tax jurisdictions. They then pay relatively little tax in the nations where many of their users are. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai has urged Ottawa to abandon the levy, and the U.S. Ambassador to Canada, David Cohen, said in an interview published last month in Canada's National Post that, quote, if Canada decides to proceed alone, you leave the United States with no choice but to take retaliatory measures in the trade context, potentially in the digital trade context, in order to respond to that, end quote. In other news, low water levels on the Mississippi River are threatening to disrupt commerce for a second consecutive year, months after cities along the vital economic artery saw floodwaters test their sandbag barriers and containment walls. Water levels in St. Louis and Memphis are 10 to 20 feet lower at this point in the year than in 2020 and 2019 due to lack of rain. Parched soils have absorbed moisture instead of letting it run off into the river though recent downpours have helped, said Lisa Parker, a spokeswoman for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers' Mississippi Valley Division. While record snowfall in Minnesota this past winter engorged the Mississippi when it melted quickly in April, years of drought have depleted the river that courses through ten states and impeded barges that traverse it, carrying goods such as soybeans, corn, chemicals, and gas. More than half of soybeans grown in the U.S. are exported, the majority traveling down the lower Mississippi River to the Gulf of Mexico. The Army Corps of Engineers has begun monitoring water levels and has 16 dredges operating on the Mississippi River to keep the water channel and harbors deep enough for transit. Around the world, Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan was arrested Saturday after a court handed him a three-year jail sentence for corruption, a development that could end his future in politics. The court ruled that Khan, who was ousted in a no-confidence vote in April 2022 but remains the country's leading opposition figure, had concealed assets after selling state gifts Police moved quickly to take the former cricket star from his home in the eastern city of Lahore to the Pakistani capital, Islamabad, senior police officer Ali Nasir Rizvi said. Efforts to put the divisive politician behind bars have stepped up ahead of general elections this year because of his popularity and large support base, combined with his ability to mobilize massive crowds, pose a threat to the ruling coalition and its backers in Pakistan's powerful military that has been the final arbiter of the country's politics since independence from Britain in 1947. And back in the US, The federal prosecutors overseeing the indictment of former President Donald Trump on charges of seeking to overthrow the 2020 election asked a judge on Friday night to impose a protective order over the discovery evidence in the case, citing a threatening message that Mr. Trump had posted on social media. The prosecutors in the office of special counsel Jack Smith were drawing the attention of the judge. Tanya S. Chutkin to Mr. Trump's long-standing habit of attacking those involved in criminal cases against him. The exchange of words began on Friday evening when Mr. Trump posted a message on Truth Social issuing a vague but strongly worded threat, quote, If you go after me, I'm coming after you, quote. Shortly after, the government filed its request for a protective order in the case to Judge Chutkin. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news.